song woke you up got you raring ready to go we are doing this uh hot and on the spot it's been kind of a crazy week uh dirty bills 10-year anniversary party leslie the team everyone there killed it it was absolutely amazing loved it good old uh father john the big man the seven footer flew in for that party which was beautiful and nice so you're getting a solo podcast from yours truly and we're gonna do a good one do a classic, a 1984 classic, 97% love from the kids at the tomato, the Rotten Tomato. And that movie is the often copied, never duplicated, wonderfully sexy. Who are you going to call? You're going to call Ghostbusters. That's right. In the weird world that we live in, in the paranormal, in the schizophrenic craziness of life, we got Ghostbusters. Party people, Ghostbusters. Dun, 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 dun. So I'm kind of excited about this. This is going to be good. Uh, you know, I did, as always, a little bit of research uh, before doing this, uh, especially on the solo ones, because I got to have a lot to talk about. I don't have anyone to bounce ideas off of or shitty jokes or anything else. I was looking at some of the most haunted places in, uh, in America. You know, here in Austin, Texas, we have some haunted hotels, motels, holiday and say what. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's a, uh, it's an interesting thing, the ghosting. And I came across some stuff and then some things happened in the news. We're going to get into it. That's for sure. But let me get you queued up here with the Ghostbusters. We're one minute in. So cue yourself up on one minute in. There's a nice young lady walking down the steps. She is in the archives of the library. Uh, we're at a minute five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. First question. And uh, say it out loud, just so everyone can hear you. Honestly, when was the last time you were at the library? When were you at the library? It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, you know why? No one of those library anymore. You got books on tape, Audible, right? You've got uh, you've got uh, podcasts. Get all of your of your of your information, and we've got the uh, the Google. Now, what I'm shocked about is that Google and or Amazon or anyone else hasn't started buying up libraries. This is what blows my mind. I, I, I love that Amazon bought the bookstore, right? So, you know, Amazon killed the bookstore and then they started creating bookstores, which I love. I mean, the, right now what's happening, horrible things. The Dewey Decimal System, those little cards. Remember the Dewey Decimal System? Yeah, those little cards everywhere, getting blown up and thrown out everywhere. And you, I mean, I remember we had, we had days back, back in Whitefish, Montana, we had days at the library where you had to, Without a doubt, once a month, you went in as a class and you got a little section you needed to organize and make sure the Dewey Decimal System was dialed in. That's crazy. Because now, I mean, there's no dialing in the Dewey Decimal System on Google. It's just you Google it. It comes up, it comes up. It doesn't come up, it doesn't come up. That's how it works. 
but yeah, it was it was a it was a crazy thing. So, real quick, um, Paranormal Studies Laboratory. I love this. I love this, Dr. Egan Spengler. He is ready to go and in the paranormal. I don't know if you guys have seen these ghost shows in any way, shape, or form. Uh, don't start watching. There's like it's like hunting Bigfoot or anything else, right? You just it's a little frustrating because one, they never find anything. There's never evidence of anything, but they always hear a sound. They always hear something going on. They're always wondering what's you know. Like, oh, do you hear that? Do you hear that? They might be there in a 200-year-old house. They don't know what's happening. They don't know what's going on. And it's just, it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. That was a ghost for sure. Like, oh, I would feel the spirit now. I want to feel the spirit. That's bullshit. But in my research, in my depth, in my talents of research, in the paranormal studies and understanding and finding ghosts, first thing you do is you get on the old Google, our little friend Google, and you go and you look up and you find out what's happening with, I don't know, Ghostbusters. Google Ghostbusters and guess what you're going to find? You're going to find the Ghost Stop, ghost hunting gear, ghoststop.com. Hey, ghoststop.com, there you go, there's your first free plug. At ghoststop.com, they have the Rook EMF meter reader, which I think is amazing, right? They got the EVP Band 3 wrist recorder, Ooh, one of my, probably the best. They got, of course, a 4K night vision camera, so you can 100% check out and make sure that all of the stuff that you are recording is complete and utter bullshit. Nothing worse. Let's see what else? What else do we have here at the Ghost Stop? And then let, we're going to get into pricing, right? So we've got the 360 Ghost Cam that can allegedly can find you a ghost. That is $599.95. We've got the Boo Buddy Interactive Bear. And the Boo Buddy Interactive Bear, $259.95. He can talk and interact. This is why you think you have a fucking ghost, you weirdos. You bought an interactive bear that can talk. That's 259 bucks. The dual IR full spectrum light, yeah, that's 60 bucks. We got the Boo Buddy Junior EMF Trigger Bear. I guess he's triggered by ghosts or warnings of ghosts. We've got the Kit Fleur Thermal Cam TG165 at $379.95. Get the fuck out. Come on, man. Are you serious? We got the Ghost Box and EMF Kit. This is, this is I mean, like usually when you, when you take a big road trip, especially back in the day when it was really hard to... Uh, you know, to, to get a AAA somewhere, you had an emergency roadside assistance kit, right? And you probably still should have one in your car, even though your car has 20 or 30 different computers. But, you know, you, you should still have one. Nonetheless, this is for the ghost hunter in you. So for a $236.95, a great Christmas present, if you will, is the Ghost Box and EMF kit. Get after it. There's the REM pod with temp. I don't even know what that is. But that is one sixty nine. I want to get the price of one sixty nine ninety. Like, should we make it one seventy or ninety nine ninety nine? Let's see. I mean, this is this is. It's a, first of all, I understand the price now. It's an all new design, and the REM pod with a mini telescopic antenna can radiate its own independent magnetic field around an instrument. This field will be influenced by materials and objects that conduct electricity, based on source proximity, strength and EM field distortion. Well, now that I know that, I'm going to take back all my snarky comments. Goodness gracious. You got the Melmeter, you got the beginner ghost hunting kit, 
that's for everyone, right? I mean, this is this is how Ghostbusters starts is, is with the ghost busting kit. This is all you got. Super simple. It's very nice. You have what looks like a flashlight. Yep, it's a flashlight. You've got a, oh here we go. We got the rock, we got the rook EMF meter. We got the EVP wrist recorder, the new model, a flashlight. First, have you ever flashed a light on a ghost? One, I guess I should ask. Have you ever seen a ghost? I've never seen a ghost. So I'm always a little, you know, about this. But also, not that I don't, you know, but come on. Ghosts, stop. You're not. Shine the flashlight on a ghost. It seems like the most bullshit thing in the world. But thank goodness you got the flashlight so you can shine the light into something that you couldn't see anyways. This wasn't fucking there. Good for you. And then the hard gear case. Optional add-on. That's right. And this keeps all your gear safe because it's a gear case. Yeah. So, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm going to call 100% bullshit on all of this. Flexible tripod. And then, of course, if you really want to get it, get the book, How to Hunt Ghosts, A Practical Guide. Now, all that said, I will say I have, have, I have had ghost experiences, I believe. Not that I've seen them. Not that they've come after me. Not, but oh, I was staying in L.A. in a very, very old building. Shout out to the uh, handsome James Ferdinand. If you don't know who that is, for sure, get on Instagram and find out about one of the most amazing dogs in, in, in all of humankind. But old handsome James Ferdinand and I were taking a little napper together and something slapped me in the face. And a lot of people would say, probably handsome James Ferdinand. You snore, you toss and turn. He's a, he's a ginormous dog who loves people but also likes his rest. It wasn't handsome James, it was a full-on slap to the face. My buddy, whose house I was staying in, says it's, he's got a ghost there and the ghost is fairly active. And if the ghost slapped me in the face, right in the face, First of all, kind of a dick move. Secondly, I asked the ghost, I said, listen, I heard you're actually a nice ghost, so I don't know what I did to piss you off, but I apologize. Secondly, how about we work together, help this, help daddy-o here uh, win the lottery? Ghost didn't help out. What does that tell me? It tells me a lot of things. One, ghosts don't believe in the lottery, like I do, and I don't believe in ghosts, so they're tit for tat, right? So if the ghost doesn't believe in the lottery and I don't believe in the ghost, then there you go. Um, the Ghostbusters, this is the other weird thing, and we're seeing it in Ghostbusters right now, where the ghosts stack up these books, uh, pull out the, you know, the, the Dewey Decimal System. There's some slime all over the place, which I kind of like, the, the plasma, if you will. Dr. Reckman's going to wonder what's happening with all the plasma. But seriously, you've got all this stuff going on, uh, and I'm just, they're, one, they're just randomly stacking up books. Like, if you have the power to move things and you're a ghost, and there's the ectoplasm right there, right? It's just, it's so nasty. But I just don't understand. I can't wrap my head around, why are you stacking books as a ghost? Why? I can understand you putting the goo everywhere. That's, that's kind of funny. I can understand you, doing, you know, pulling out the Dewey Decimals. You're just randomly stacking books? Stop. What's with that? I mean, I get it. It's a movie. But there's always, you watch any horror film, and they really get into it, right? And what do they get into? 100%, they are into, well, I came into the room, and all the chairs were stacked up on top of the table. Dun, 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 shut the fuck up, you're a crazy person. You know? So, oh, and by the way, these podcasts might get a little grumpier as the month goes on. As an FYI, even with guests, I'm doing Sober October. Uh, you know, the uh, the world-famous Joe Rogan, Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura, Ari Shafir are all going, they all went sober last year. 
and now they are uh, they're doing it again this year for the month for the month of October, sober October. So what worth what I'm doing? Like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm gonna do it with them this time. I could probably you know, stand and not have so much booze in my system, uh, you know, for that period of time. So we're going to uh, we're gonna do the sober October. It's gonna you know it's not gonna impact the podcast really, except for the cracking of beers. And that's okay. Listen, you want to crack the beers, but you know, I also understand what's going on. So it's good for you. It's good for you to clean the system, you know, get a little fresh start, uh, clean the mind, I guess. I don't know. It should be, it'll be, it'll be interesting for sure. Uh, it'll be very interesting here in the neighborhood. We blew out last weekend and this is just some random stuff that, uh, you know, the, the people that are listening in Slovakia and, and, uh, Punji and other places that, uh, that they, then we get on SoundCloud. We give you all shout out. Scandinavia, once again, beautiful, wonderful, sexy, fun Scandinavia. Canada, where I'm not allowed to go there. So thanks for listening, Canada, even though I'll never be up there. Breaks my heart just, just a little bit. Excuse me. Uh, we did an Oktoberfest. And I, I say this because I want everyone out there to raise money, right? I want you all to, to try this. You contact a local brewery. Give them some time, about 90 days. Say, we're going to do a party. You get a local restaurant or your local supermarket involved. They give you the brats and the um, uh, or the hot dogs and buns. You know we uh, we did that right. Um, Boulevard Sports Bar, Boulevard uh, Grill and Sports Bar here in Austin, Texas, did that. Jay, uh, the man up there, he, he hooked it up. My neighbor Trey put it in his driveway. Circle Brewing gave us their English IPA. Ooh, doggy, that was good. And we partied like it was 1999. Had a great time. Raised almost $1,000 for the local food bank. I only say that because that's the blueprint for what you need to do to make it happen. All right? Brewery, food, invite people, eat, drink, and just have them bring a cash donation, cruise to the food bank, drop it off, dollar dollar bills, have some fun. So we blew it up, uh, but there was some beer left over. Not at the keg. The keg's pretty much dead, but the, uh, there's a lot of cans of beer left over. Lots of cans. Uh, shows the popularity and beauty of Circle Brew. And shows that, you know, when given the chance when having a bratwurst and, you know, having an English IPA, you're going to want that Circle Brew over, I don't know, Miller Lite. Nothing wrong with Miller Lite, but sometimes you just don't want all the calories. I get it, but seriously, let's talk about it. So, um, so anyways, did all that. We got a lot of beer left over, a lot of Miller Lite left over. Uh, got some Austin Beer Works left over that Trey went out and bought. Filled fridges full. Absolutely 100% full. Those guys this coming weekend, and for the next couple of weekends, and of course Halloween, because kids running around, you almost, you're almost forced to have a drink, are going to want to kill these beers. And I'm going to have to fight the peer pressure. I'm going to have to fight the peer pressure of not having a beer. For not one weekend, not two, three, four weekends. Four weekends of torture. So I might get a little grumpy. I'm coming into the weekend. Wanting a nice cold frosty beverage, a nice cold beer, I'm not gonna be able to have one. Uh, but I am, I picked up some diet root beer, because that's good for you, low, low in sodium, not really. And uh, some Sprite, just hoping, you know, just having some, just trying to click the fix. Uh, I'm not gonna try to trick you guys and crack open a root beer and be like, because ah, that's just not, that's not what this is about. So anyway, so there you go, there's the background, sober October, it's happening. It's going on. It's on and cracking. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be a fun challenge. I'm going to keep you guys involved. If anyone out there is doing it, you know, please let us know. Uh, you can always reach out to us. Well, I always say this so late, don't I? 
really should just, I used to have a script I would read and then I just felt like that was just so blah. And now we're, we're into the movie and I'm letting you know at talking during movies, talking during movies podcast at gmail.com at talk during movie. Twitter. Last one's Twitter, first one's Instagram, middle one, email. I think you got it. I think you got it. Plus, it's in all the details. And as I do sober October, I'm watching our wonderful Ghostbusters, or soon to be Ghostbusters, drinking aggressively out in public. Who drinks out in public? Unless you're in Vegas or, or New Orleans. Are you really drinking out in public? Like, who does that? Seriously. This is absolutely crazy. Now, if you think about this, these three guys go out there and they become Ghostbusters, right? They go get, they get the bank loan. They do everything they need to do to get all the equipment, to have the fun, to be the Ghostbusters. And it makes you think, what's the craziest thing you've done? Now, my dear friend Jane Wells, God bless her, she does funny business on CNBC. She's covered crazy businesses. Pet shipping, guy who makes swords out here in Austin, Texas. Uh, there's also, there's the potty, the, the squatty potty, where you get your knees up higher. Uh, evidently it angles your, your colon differently so the poo comes out better. You know, um, it is all, uh, it's all very interesting, right? There, but there are crazy, crazy businesses out there. There was the, the lady um, who, who did uh, Prancer Size. She kind of was a horse, kind of was a person, for sure was haunted as a ghost. I mean, just absolutely awful. Uh, you know, that's all, I mean, there's, there's a ton of weird businesses out there. I'd like to be like a bank manager and just wonder, and be like, all right, who comes in for these loans? You know, and, and which ones are weird that actually took off? Like out here, once again, out here in Texas, we got Tiff's Treats. She just delivers fresh warm cookies to you. That's all they do, fresh warm cookies. Boop, boop. There you go, fresh warm, and you can get cold milk with it. There's all these fun things that, 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 that can happen. Uh, but who does that? Like. Who's looking at that and who says, you know what, fresh warm, fresh warm cookies and cold milk to be delivered, that's the next hot thing. Well, let me tell you, blowing up, all right? Whoever invested in old Tiff's Treat or gave, or gave Tiff's Treats the, uh, the green light to do this with cookies and everything else, let me tell you, murder row, cash and checks and breaking necks, it is absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. By the way, joining us on the screen is the great Sigourney Weaver, looking gorgeous as always. This lady, I tell you, an icon of the 80s, the 90s. She's still an icon. Great actress. Um, yeah, very, very talented. And, man, our buddy, our nerdy little friend, you know something weird's going to happen when he pops out, high and tight and out of sight. Rick Moranis. He's got the glasses. He's got the tracksuit. Well, let's not order someone wore a tracksuit. I don't see a lot of tracksuits. Maybe it's just the Texas thing, but I remember I had a tracksuit, I guess, in the um, 2000s. I had a Puma, brown and brown Puma tracksuit. Great, uh, great, great jacket. Uh, I didn't really care for the pants. I'm not a sweatpants kind of guy, so I don't really think. This looks velour, though. Mine was not velour. Mine was a, a nylon. Well, as I said, loved the jacket. Loved the jacket, it was great. Fit well, collar popped up nice if I needed to. You know, I had a little pocket on the inside for the gold chain, of course, but I don't man, I, I, I sweat when the wind changes direction. I can't imagine a velour jumpsuit. Oof, that's just gotta be so warm. By the way, he's uh, rocking those thick black glasses uh, that are popular today that weren't popular, they were considered nerdy back then. 
but weren't uh, now popular today. They were not popular back then. Now, in an age where if you wanted to really get something done, you're unique and different, you're probably going to advertise on a podcast. But back then, with rabbit ears, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Dun, 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 dun. So they are doing a TV commercial. This is fantastic. They should, I mean, who, who are you going to call? You're going to call the Ghostbusters. If something weird, if there's something strange in your neighborhood, who are you going to call? You're going to go, come on, sing it with me. You're going to call Ghostbusters. That's right. Absolutely positively. Calling the Busters. The Ghost, the Busters. Now, Kind of, we're kind of all over the place. I'm kind of a mess today. I apologize. Uh, we had a little bit of craziness happen. We're getting some, you know, one of the cool things that you get in this, you get a little foreshadowing. You've seen the movie before, and if you haven't, oh, yeah, spoiler alert. But you got the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. You know what's coming. Stay Puff Marshmallow Man is coming. Oh, eggs are exploding on her countertop and cooking, by the way. Now, here's the thing she walks up to see what's happening with her eggs and why they're freaking out. Sigourney, no offense, some weird shit happens in your kitchen, you move out. It's, I, I know it's Listen, I get it. It's hard, hard, hard work. Hard work to find an apartment that you like in New York City. Right? Hard work. However, oh, and she opened up the fridge, and the fridge is a portal to Satan. Satan is literally in her fridge. Satan. Yeah. The big old, the bad guy. The devil, El Diablo, move out. You don't call Ghostbusters. This is not a time for Ghostbusters. You don't call a priest. You don't, you don't call a pastor. You know who you call? You call your realtor. Put your house for sale, your little apartment for sale, whatever it is, and you move. You, got, you, you know what, sometimes you suck it up, you move to Jersey. You move across the river there, you're just like, I'm in Jersey, why? Because Jersey is so disgusting and so fucked up and so weird. Guess what? Mm-hmm. You guessed it right. Ghosts don't even go to Jersey. You look at the most haunted places in America, guess what you're not going to find? New Jersey. You're not going to find that. Why? Ghosts don't go there. That's why. You know where you find haunted places? Where people are assholes. Boston, Massachusetts, all of it's haunted. New York City, oh, all of it's haunted. Oh, I can't believe you call them assholes. Come on. Seriously. New Orleans? Talk about some weird-ass people. Yeah, haunted, shut it down. Boom. Ghosts, dead people floating everywhere. Absolutely insane. Okay? L.A., asshole drivers, lots of haunted places. Like a comedy store. Full of hecklers and assholes. Huh? Yeah, comedy store. Haunted. You know why? Like Jason, earlier, just five minutes ago, you know what you You don't believe in ghosts. Shut up. All right? I don't believe in ghosts, but I believe in hauntings. And I think those are two different things. I believe in evil spirits that hang out and they're just angry, angry, angry pants. But in all of that, once again, back to Scorny Weaver, she's now walking in, trying to find her Ghostbuster friends to get something done. And I'm, my gentle pushback is move. Call a realtor, call Dunlap Realty. Call Denver Dunlap, Dunlap Realty in Austin, Texas. He will sell your haunted house. Don't tell him it's haunted. Just be like, hey man, I want to move. Especially if you're in Austin, then there's some hauntings in Austin because there's some real assholes in Austin. Um, you just move. You just get out. 100% get out. All right? Not the movie Get Out, it's you. Get out. That's all you do. Super simple. Don't call Ghostbusters. All right? Don't go to ghostshop.com. 
and buy your ghost equipment, okay? Don't. The money you would spend on ghost equipment, you're gonna spend, just spend it in realtor fees. Get yourself a new house, okay? Have some fun, relax, and enjoy life. Super duper simple, okay? We're done. We're off that topic now. Might jump back on it in a little bit. But for right now, we're on it. Just move. This is, I mean, I get it, it's a movie. I understand. And if she sells the house, it kind of kind of ruins everything that we're doing. I get that. I'm not mad at that at all. However, that said, let's be honest. Let's have a little bit of fun. Whew, gotta move. Alright. Boy, I'm kind of jealous of Bill Murray's shirt right now. He's got a purple and green plaid shirt. Now, uh, and then I think brown pants. Really, really going well here. I mean, this guy. Mm-hmm. I like his look. And I also like the look of professionals eating Cheez-Its and drinking Budweiser while in a client meeting. This is, this is my kind of business right here. This is my kind of business. You come in, you're getting some electrical electrodes hooked up to your head. They're, they're scanning your dome. They're also eating Cheez-Its and having Budweiser. This is the office you want to work in. This is the place when you're putting in your application and the CEO comes down with a Budweiser in his or her hand. I'm like, hey, how are you? What's going on? Like, oh, what's going on? Now then, just having a Budweiser, you know, it's like nine in the morning and I'm just, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. So that's what I'm doing. I'm having a Budweiser. What are you doing? Well, I'm not having a Budweiser, that's for sure. Damn it. Can I get a job here? Listen, we only pay minimum wage. Do I get free Budweiser? You do. I'm in. Don't get too drunk today. I won't. Sounds good. Fantastic. You're hired. I'm hired. Great. Dental? Nope. Budweiser? Yep. I'm in. Oh, uh, but we don't do sober October. Okay, well, there you go. This is the price of work, man. Price of work. That's what happens. I'm real excited about that. I just like that idea. You know what I'm saying? I like that, that whole idea. Listen, people have weird things about drinking. They have weird things about marijuana. You know, I mean, Elon Musk got blown up. Yeah, I know. Newsflash. They're doing wall murals of him taking a hit on a joint. But it's, I mean, it, dude, it's legal there. Who cares? Chill out. And if it was illegal, who cares? Chill out. I think the guy's doing okay. Yeah, he says some weird shit. But when you're that smart, weird shit's going to come out of your mouth. Weird shit comes out of two kinds of people's mouths. Really? Really smart people, really dumb people. We got a guy in an Oval Office. Don't think he's that smart. He says a lot of weird shit and rude shit, by the way. Okay? Yeah. Eh. Not super, super smart. You can be, by the way, you can be charismatic and not smart and surround yourself with really, really smart people and get shit done and then take all the credit. Not saying he does that, but he does, allegedly. And there you go. Bada boom, bada bing. Um, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. But uh, we're back. We're at the apartment. By the way, Scorpion Weaver's got a really nice place in New York City. I mean, you know. She left the eggs there, the Stay Puft marshmallows there, vegetables. This is just, eh, cook the eggs well. Don't eat it, Bill. Don't eat it, Bill. Good man. Just keep touching it. Don't you eat it. And then, of course, the fridge. Will the fridge still be a portal to hell? This is the question you have to ask yourself. I'm wondering what kind of ghost hunting equipment Bill's using. There's a good ad for Coca-Cola and Perrier Water and Oscar Mayer. My baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. My baloney has a second name. It's M-E-Y-E-R. I love to eat it every day. It's B-O-L-O-G-N-A. 
So I'm talking about boom, boom. All right, so back on GhostShop.com real quick. That's what, see, when I'm looking up stuff, I'm trying to be, you know, uh, oh, I don't want on sale. I want new gear. Let me get, let me check out the new gear. I was, I'm, you know what? I mistakenly was looking at stuff on sale. At that pricing, I was looking at stuff on sale. Now we're looking at new gear. Uh, we got the Orb Charm Necklace. Get, come on, man. The Orb Charm Necklace? Stop your nonsense with the Orb Charm. Seriously. All right, below is the ghost hunting equipment and gear we have recently added to our arsenal. Dun, dun, dun. Let's go ghost hunting t-shirt. Well, that's just cheesy. The pro ghost hunting kit. I don't see what Bill has. That's what I'm wondering. We've got cameras, which is okay, right? They got the Ghostbuster USB flash drive. What a dick move. It's, it's kind of like the Ghostbuster uh, vehicle for, for the original Ghostbusters. Uh, Monopoly Ghostbusters, so dumb. Still not seeing it. Glow in the dark ghost keychain. An uncontainable eco t-shirt. Stop. The Fleer One Thermal Cam. Now he was using that on her. Um, the EVP um, and Ghost Boxes speaker. Please. Come on, I'm looking for that wand. When you got Ghost Shop, you got those talking teddy bears that freak people out. Um, the orb in a bottle, that's nice. That's what you want to get, an orb in a bottle. Bunch of weirdos. There's the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, more Ghostbuster paraphernalia, Ghost Files on DVD. I don't have it. I guess you, oh, there's a laser grid that you can buy. I don't know why you'd need that. The Deluxe Sound Alert. Oh, I don't know. Well, they don't have the little wand. You have Murray had a wand. He was spritzing out stuff, trying to get in touch with the ghost, if you will. Get closer to the ghost. More Budweiser <clears throat> happened, which I like. Once again, this time with Chinese food. So they moved on from Cheez-Its to Chinese food and more stuff. We're going to get into something else now, party people. And this is one of my more favorite topics. So here, you know, in making news around the world, Canada, and I'm glad that we got the new NAFTA agreement. You know, it's called NAFTA anymore. We've got a new agreement in place with our friends to the north and friends to the south and the trade agreement. And with that, guess what else? We've got robot sex and robot brothels. Robot sex and brothels. That's right. It's what we got going on right now. Where they're gonna, we're, we're, we're taking people out. We got robot sex and robot brothels, which made me think about, of course, we're watching Ghostbusters. Way before you have sex with a robot, you're probably gonna have sex with, that's right, a ghost. You ever had sex with a ghost? Evidently, a lot of people have. You know, uh, as these guys go on their first case, and they go because they ain't afraid of no ghosts, and they're going to go try to capture some ghosts and get after it. The Sedgwick Hotel. They're going to go in there, guns a-blazing, lights a-flashing. We're going to jump into the guns a-blazing, lights a-flashing, sex with ghosts. Because that's coming up here in the movie anyways, so I kind of want, want to get it on your palate. I want to I see what you guys are thinking about this, let you know what I'm thinking about. A little thing called ghost sex. So, here we go. Everything you need to know about sex with a ghost. Now, the gal is that, that's talking about this is Patty Negri. I think that's her name. She's a witch who says she's the foremost expert on ghost sex. I mean, one, how do you, I don't even know. 
I don't even know how you get to be an expert on ghost sex. Um, she's, you know, been made famous for being, you know, a celebrity medium, a prominent thinker in the field of spectrophilia or a fetish or condition where people display, display strong sexual attractions to ghosts and spirits. Hold on. Spectrophilia. Spectrophilia. Fetish or condition. I think, I don't know how it's a condition. I can see it being a fetish. I don't know how it's a condition, but well, okay, it's a condition. All right. So here we go. Here are the origins. Here's the origin story here is, you know, I like by the way there's no smoke in the elevator. The origin story is for long as humans have been conscious of, of a spiritual realm, humans have dreamed, fantasized, and some claimed experience doing it with ghosts. Medieval legends told the tale of the succubus and incubus demons bathe human bodies and have sex with them. It's a long-standing cross-cultural phenomenon and one that probably isn't going away anytime soon. Really? <laughs> I love people. I love when they're like, I'm going to take something and I'm going to run with it like Prefontaine, the greatest 1970s runner of all time. I'm going to just run this, run this, run this for what? To what? With what? Oh, excuse me. I'm going to make, I'm going to do cross-cultural phenomena. Long-standing. You put long-standing in there, you know it's been around for a while. And then you say it probably isn't going away anytime soon. As soon as you let them know that, oh yeah. Then, then you're bought in, right? Now, you're bought in. So it begs the question. In this, in this long-standing cross-cultural phenomenon of people getting banged by ghosts or banging ghosts, how does it work? So you got to go once again to the foremost expert in spectrophilia, and that is our girl. That's right. So most people experience ghost sex as a dream. Well, if it's a dream, then it's not ghost sex. I already got a problem. Or is they're falling in and out of sleep. Scientists estimate it's because our brains are especially susceptible to hallucinations at this time. So, all right, so... Either you're dreaming, and that's just called a wet dream, you weirdo. All right, it's not ghost sex. It's not an incubus or a succubus or anything else. It's it's nothing. It's just it is what it is. All right. So stop your nonsense. Boom. Oh, Dan Aykroyd's getting himself a ghost. No ghost sex though. It's a horrible shot, by the way. <clears throat> Why is this leaving fire? It's so weird. You know. So, Paranormal Activity 2 actress Natasha Vlasic described her experience with ghostly sex thusly. Suddenly I could feel that somebody was touching me, and the hands were pushing me against my will. And I could feel the weight of the body on top of me. My body was pushed in a different direction. And it was first, I was very confused with all that, and then I just decided to relax, and it was really, really pleasurable. Okay, I'm uncomfortable now. I think we're all a little uncomfortable now. You know, uh, I'd rather be hunting a ghost right now with Dan Aykroyd and his bad shot and burning the goddamn hotel room down. I have to read that again. Probably read these things. You know, what's the difference between ghost sex and ghost... Oh, I'm not getting into ghost rape. Ghost sex and pop culture. Candidly, Nicole... Candidly, Nicole is not pop culture's first foray into the topic of ghost sex. And Nicole Smith, who's a stable human being, Famously had this to say about her ghost sex in 2004. A ghost would crawl up my legs and have sex with me at an apartment a long time ago in Texas. 
See? I used to think it was my boyfriend. Then one day I woke up and found it wasn't. Well, listen, if you're going to get an expert on ghost sex and you want to talk about ghost sex, the gal you want to get your ghost sex information from is Anna Nicole Smith. In 2004, I don't know if she was married to that um, 900-year-old billionaire yet or not, but, you know, she can still have a boyfriend on the side, who knows. And then Kesha in 2012, she had bonded with a spirit. It's an experience <clears throat> with the supernatural, but in a sexy way, she told Ryan Seacrest. I had a couple of experiences with the supernatural. I don't know his name. He was a ghost. I'm very open to it. Wow. And the Travel Channel in 2012 did a documentary called Ghostly Lovers that featured interviews with dedicated spectrophiles. And of course, there's Ghost. Now, Ghost is a movie, once again, not real. Fucking weirdos. Goodness, it just, it blows my mind. The science is like, yeah, you're just having a dream. And people are like, yeah, I'm getting fucked by a ghost. Like, yeah, it's, you know, you're, you're in a dream state. It's really weird. This happens to people. Dreams get very vivid. You feel like you're being touched, moved, da 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 And they're like, yeah, that's sex with a ghost. Oh, people, what's going on? If you want more information about ghost sex, by the way, um, Kate Honey's awesome Pacific Standard piece of brief investigation into ghost-human intercourse. We might have to click on that. The Paranormal Review is a, has a show dedicated to it. What's Behind Reports of Ghost Sex at Discovery News. And The Terror That Comes in the Night. Well, there's a little double play on words. Huh. Fucking people. What is going on? What is going on in the world? What is going on in the world that we are so desperate? And everything just, that we are just like, well, we are just, this is what we need. We need ghost sex. I just don't understand. And by the way, there's ghost sex in this movie as well. So let's just, let's have some fun with it. But, you know, it's just, it's so weird. It's just, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a trend on Twitter that was hashtagging sex with ghosts. This is, this is just out of control. Out of control. Now, one of the things that, you know, by the way, there's also paraphilia, which is extreme sexual arousal caused by atypical object situations or a person. Spectrophilia, you know, just, it's, it's more paraphilia, right? I mean, it's confusing with the terms, and then there's all sorts of other stuff. It's just, it's absolutely crazy. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what to do, kids. I really don't. But that brings us to, which is not you dreaming, it is real, and that's sex robot brothels. You know, sex robot brothels, Houston, Texas, Vancouver, Canada. That's what they're doing. The sex robot brothels. It's crazy. And they, you know, and the, what they're trying to do, so I, 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 get, I get the concept, right? I get the idea, the understanding that you want to replace people and you want to put robots there. Now, when robots take over the world, people are into some kinky shit. And people are weird. And not only that, you can make a robot look like anyone. I mean, uh, Rogan the other day said it best. He's like, dude, it's gonna, they're going to have them look like celebrities and people. So you can go bang a celebrity, right? I mean, that's just so weird. Also, it takes it to a very carnal place, if you will. Right? It takes you from into the world of <clears throat> pleasure and wanting someone and being around someone or anything else. It takes you from there to uh, do it, get it done. 
I don't know. Like, one, how do they clean the robot? There's a lot of mess, depending on what you want to do, right? Is that it's Kinky S Dolls is the Toronto-based innovator field who have already opened one location in their home city. After the company posted on Facebook last month that it plans to open in Houston, Texas, you know, um, local activists and people really kind of freaked out. And they should. And they should just because it's just, it's a, it's a weird, weird thing. So you can buy these dolls. Let's see here. We're going to, we're going to, so if you want to, you know, um, I like how it's <laughs> in America, I think it's like 18 and over for adult sites. This is an adult site, so don't just be running this at work, right? But it's kinkyssdolls.com, all right? You have to be 19 or older to enter this site, all right? You must certify you're 19 or older. And then you get to shop, I guess. I don't know. We're going we're gonna to go through this. So they have three dolls, it looks like. They've got Bridget, they have Kim, and they have Naomi. I don't know. I don't know how you put I mean, it's Naomi as far as pronunciation goes, but it doesn't look like, you know, I don't know, the best thing. But they are, um, oh, Bridget's 3200 Kim, uh, who looks kind of sad, is $29.99, and Naomi is $3,500. So now we've got to figure out what, why one is $3,500 and why one is, I don't know, um, not as much. This is just, it's a weird, first of all, it, I wonder how much these weigh. You really do have to wonder like, how much, then you buy, <clears throat> I'm assuming you buy clothes for them, right? Because they're your, they're your doll. It's got a heated body, it's 30 kilograms. So I guess you can select, you know, you get an add-on body. We're just going down this, I don't care. You get a voice, can she be British? Oh, do, oh, does she talk or not? It's really rude and weird. So, hmm. I don't know. See, all of these have the body heat, I guess. It's just, it's weird. This is just 30 voice type heat body. I don't understand. It's not, also not a very good website. I mean, just as far as sales go and understanding what you're getting. And I guess you really just kind of have to want this, right? Um, but Bridget, it says, will comfort you. And, uh, you know, once again, she's got an option for a voice. This is just so weird. I mean, I don't, I personally don't want to see anything like this, right? You just, you don't. Instead, what you want to do, oh, and Dan Aykroyd's about to get some ghost sex. He's got a sexy ghost floating above him, and she disappeared. Why? Someone's trying, oh, nope, she didn't. His belt's getting undone. There we go, little ghost sex, Dan Aykroyd. It's more like, I think a ghost blowjob is what he's getting. He is having fun. For sure, maybe a little too much fun. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, listen, I don't understand this thing. I, I definitely have my, my pause, if you will, and, and for, I believe, good reason, right? Uh, one, when the, uh, when the dolls do come alive, when the robots do control the earth, when they figure out how to put solar panels in their hair, and they stay alive, and they're stronger than us, and they move around better than us, and all of those things, you don't want a Westworld. You don't want that to happen. You don't want that weird world where they understand they've come alive and now they're going they're not just going to get you, man. They're pissed about what they've gone through. And I don't blame them. I also at the same time I don't like that that humans go through any of that bullshit as well. Like humans shouldn't go through that. That's awful. 
can't you can't put a human through that nonsense no way you know i mean i don't know it's just it's such a dark and weird world you know but there are no u.s laws present the sale of these type of dolls for the intended use of a robot brothel so there are no laws stopping the robot brothel which is interesting um you know it's just hmm i don't know I don't know. It's 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 troublesome across the board. I guess is 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 all I could say. Much like ghost sex is troublesome, just in a different way. Like one's in your mind, and you're just a goofball, and you just you're you're, you're misinterpreting, or you just don't quite understand dreams like you probably should. And the other, well, the other, there, Captain. That's not your mind. That's you deciding that you want something. And you just want it in, I guess, a different way. I don't know. I probably shouldn't judge. But I'm a little judgmental in this, uh, in the fact that I, I don't know. I'm still nostalgic about sex. You know, maybe it's my age or, or anything else, but I'm still nostalgic about it. Like, I just, you know, I think you want the person there. You know, I think you want, you, you want the intimacy. Um, you want the, the, the snuggling, the holding, the, the, the friction back and forth. You want all those things. I don't think you get that there, you know. Uh, and you know, and by the way, loose tie, but we'll, we'll jump back to the, the Ghostbusters, who you're going to call, but you know, in, in all of this, you know, you, you've got to look into the fact that there's, you know, you've got Rick Moranis starving for a relationship with someone, right? He's a little nerdy, a little off-putting, if you will. You have the beautiful Bill Murray, who is, who is, who is the, the perfect being as far as, like, you don't have to be... Uh, you know, a supermodel to, to, to grab the beautiful lady. You, you have to be funny and engaging and witty and conversational. And he has all of those things. And that gets him Sigourney Weaver. But that's the beautiful thing. I mean, it's that interaction. It's that conversation. You know, so I don't know. I don't know, folks. I mean, maybe, listen, I'm not saying that I, everyone should see it my way or the highway, but I'm just saying it's. it seems like there's opportunity there for for that in in, in some capacity right um, that it's more about the relationship and and the, and the trust and the care and the compassion and everything else but you know that's just what it is I don't know I don't know maybe I'm crazy so back to these ghost hunters and back to haunted cities and and what's happening in this world right um, so one I guess do you believe in ghosts we'll ask that question again you know, you got to, you know, <clears throat> answer it. Talk about it with your friends. Do you believe in ghosts? If you do, all right, good for you. You believe in ghosts. If you don't, just wondering why. You know, so wondering why you do or, or you don't. Now, as I said, I don't believe in ghosts. I do believe in spirits. I think they're different. Uh, that's me. Maybe it's a technicality. I probably could have looked it up and been like, hey, there we go. But I didn't. So nonetheless, yes to... um. Yes to spirits, no to ghosts, hauntings. Mm, yeah, I guess I do believe in hauntings, right? I don't know. I think I think some places could have some residual energy, right? Where all these balls of energy. I guess there could be some residual energy there that's pissed. Maybe it was treated wrongly. Uh, something happened. I don't know. You know, it's uh, it's a weird thing. I mean, the, the weight of, of of energy of negative and and. Uh, especially of negative energy, right? That that initial weight or whatever you might want to call it. Uh, that is, uh, it's a it's a weird world. It's a weird world we live in. But uh, I would I would say that that in this weird world of, of negative energy or whatever is happening, 
that um, you know you uh, it's there. And unfortunately, all over the world, guess what? We've got a lot of negative energy. Why? Well, super simple, man. Super, super simple. Uh, we're not that nice to each other, folks. We'd probably be a little nicer to each other. That'd be nice, right? I mean, <laughs> we're not we're not nice and compassionate and caring like we like we should be. You know, we we find a reason not to give to the poor because we make excuses and say, well, they probably they're probably a drug user, probably put themselves there. Versus saying, you know what, I'm not going to judge that person, but I'm going to I'm going to help them out. I'm going to give them maybe not give them money, but I'll give them food or something else. Instead, you know, we uh, we like to uh, we, we like to say why they're probably there and, and what that means for us. And that's you know that's that's tough and that's crazy. I wouldn't wouldn't recommend or do that. But you know, shit, what do I know? But we're not nice. So when you're not nice, there's a, there's always a, there's already kind of a, a blanket there, if you will. I mean, churches aren't nice to people. They really aren't. Think about all the judgment. I'm not perfect. I'm forgiven. Fuck you. All right. We're all forgiving you, dumb asshole. Yeah. All right. Not accepting doesn't mean not forgiven. Okay. Goodness gracious. Hate you people. Seriously, the absolute worst. And you're part of the negativity. You know, here I am saying I hate them. But seriously, you're part of the negativity of just this, this judgmental negativity. You go around and then you talk about who's right and who's wrong and, and where to go and what to do and why. And you know, you've got people protesting and saying what God likes and what God doesn't like. And you're not God's voice at all. Stop. You're part of the, part of another layer of that negativity. And all those layers come down. And we know whether you believe it's a spirit. Or it's or it's a demon, or it's a it's it's a it's a rotten Twinkie in the corner. No matter what it is, no matter what's going on, I believe it is it is spiritual to our core. We are spiritual beings, and that way that negativity compounds itself in areas where horrible horrible things happen. And when those horrible things happen, when the shit hits the fan, and those horrible things happen, that stays there dark, it's not nice, it is uh, awful, and it, but, you know, it, it just fucks things up. And we, we, could all be, we could all be a little better at being nicer, we could all be a little better at giving back, we could all be a little better at being more compassionate. Now real quick, I want to I do a hard left turn. This building that they live in, or live on, live in, is absolutely terrifying building. It's terrifying. One, that, that no one noticed, there's demon nighthawk animals everywhere. They're waking up. The building's getting struck by lightning, yet the power's staying on. There's, you know, it's... The, the architecture around the top is absolutely terrifying. <clears throat> Rick Moranis is having a party. Yeah, one of the wild and crazy guys. The turtleneck... With the button down over it is sure it's nice, very very nice. Uh, what do you guys? You guys have one of those neighbors, one of those people, you know that you love but you don't love, that you want around. Uh, maybe they want you around a little too much, you know, and you don't necessarily want to be around them. Um, you know, they're just they're there. You know, they uh, they do a good party. He keeps locking himself out of his fucking apartment. This guy, I tell you, he's killing me with that, with that move. But I do. I wonder. Oh, you know, I, I don't, 
I used to have a neighbor like that. I used to have someone like that. You, just, you couldn't walk by without them popping their head out, saying something, knowing you were home, kind of, kind of lightly stalking you, if you will. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Now, I do wonder why. So Sigourney Weaver, our, our power player here, you know, she's got, she's got all sorts of stuff going on. A lot of colors, by the way. A lot of colors. This is very 80s. Pink couch. I don't know if anyone else ever had a, uh, a pink couch. I never did. Uh, that was me, right? I just, she's got leggings on. I guess those are leggings on underneath. I don't know. World's weirdest light blue nylon. I don't know what you call those ladies. I have no idea, but she's got a pink couch, which, I mean, if you have a pink couch, you're pretty much asking evil spirits to come in because uh, pink is their favorite color, in case you didn't know that. But, uh, you know, once again, I mean, Bill Murray engaging, even over the phone, and ruh row raggy. We got a problem. Sigourney Weaver, we got a problem. Guess what it is? Your kitchen is, is right, right left turned into Foxville. You, young lady, great hair, straw jawline, you've taken on aliens, right? But not, not this, not this. Uh oh, somebody's home. Oh shit is right. And through the pink, grabbed. Oh, whoa, whoa. And there's your demon. Oh my gosh, it's a demon dog. What happens to Sigourney Weaver? Well, a lot. A lot of things we don't know. But she's in the kitchen, and uh, someone's making soup of her soul as a demon, as a horrible, horrible demon. So the, the two dogs are off the building, or whatever they were, they're gone. They're in Sigourney's kitchen. Uh, I think they're just infiltrating her soul or doing something like that. You got Ravishing Rick, and there's, there's a cute lady with him, and you know, he's got the little Pepto, or she's got an aspirin for the headache. Listen, this is what, this is what I don't understand, by the way. Rick's apartment, not nearly as nice as Sigourney's, yet he just lives across the hallway. I don't know what's going on there. I wonder what that means. A lot of glassware, by the way. Just out and about. Beautiful bar, lots of booze. Nice view of the city, though. Some tall blonde lady. Now I'm just, now I'm just naming things. Now I'm like Brick in, uh, <clears throat> in Anchorman. Now I'm just him in Anchorman and just naming things to name things. We're going to knock at the door. knock on my door. Bam! More people are at the party. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, my goodness, folks. Let me tell you. You're like, if you run out of ammo, I haven't run out of ammo. I'm just... I'm still a little bit bewildered by it. I'm just... I'm trying to... I'm really trying to get into, wrap my head around, fill in the blank wherever with this ghost thing, right? Because I'm, I'm fascinated by the ghost hunters. I'm fascinated by ghost people. I'm, I'm fascinated by the idea of, go oh, and yeah. speaking of ghosts and demons, a demon dog is now in Rick's apartment, and he just left all of his guests and ran out. Oh, yeah, and he's going to take the elevator. Bro, you take the stairs on this one. Some old lady, don't, don't, you take the stairs. Run out, get out. But this is when hell, this is when hell goes into a handbasket, right? Or shit, shine on, whatever you want to call it. This is when things get bad, right? Demon dog running out after Rick Moranis. I'm laying back on my couch, by the way, now. Forget this nonsense. He's running through Central Park at night. You're not supposed to run through the park at night. One, it's closed. Two, it's dangerous. 
three, what are you going to do? The demon dogs, when it's coming for you. And why did it pick him? You know, this is the other thing. You know, in, in this world of ghosts and, and, and spirits and, and, and demons and angels, and why do they pick you? Why do they pick someone else? Why are you chosen versus someone else? Are you weaker? Are you stronger? Like, what is it that's going on? You know, what, what is happening in your world where all of a sudden, and see, look, he's, he's banging on the glass. He really needs some help. All he needs, and he's just getting ignored. No one wants to help him. But also, everyone's all of a sudden just stopped looking. I'm looking the whole time. There's your demon dog. And yeah, no one cares. But nobody fucking cares. This is the crazy world, right? No one cares. And I guess in a busy city like New York, I guess you don't care. I don't know. Shit, I would. <clears throat> Pardon me, a little frog in my throat. By the way, super bad allergies here in Austin. Still, it's going to be 90 today. It's October. It's sober October, Texas. For sure, calm down. For sure, calm down with the weather. Got down in the 80s. I was like, oh, this is so nice. Oh, cold front coming in. Nope, not at all. It is going to be in the 90s today. Hating everything about it. Uh, yeah, so no, back to, I don't, I just don't understand how people get chosen or what they get chosen for, right? So Sigourney Weaver was chosen, but why? She was a nice, independent woman, plays, uh, plays some instruments. So why did she get chosen? Was it to seduce Bill Murray? Was there a greater plan where they couldn't get Bill Murray, but uh, they, they wanted to? I mean, who knows? I don't know. It's very, very interesting. But now she is demon-possessed, I guess you would say or possessed in some capacity. Looks very nice. Uh, she's wearing some sort of outfit. Her hair's a little crazy. Her makeup's a little more aggressive. Uh, this is, but why is it that when people are chosen or not chosen or however they are chosen, whatever that may be, right? How do you get chosen? How do you get picked? Who picks you? Why do they pick you? What is the... What's going on? I don't understand that. I mean, I guess I can Google why do demons pick people, but I don't know. And then you got the people who, you know, exercise the demons or go after the ghosts. And how is that person picked? How does that person know that that's their calling? Bullshit calling of, go of ghost hunting. <clears throat> if he was real, he would see ghosts on TV all the time. All right. It's enough equipment. There's enough stuff going on out there. You just, you, you, you should know. You would know. Okay. That's just my call. But that said now, with all of that, I just I wonder, like, or even these spiritual guys who say they, they call out demons and sometimes you find out they're, they're full of shit. Most of the time you find out they're full of shit. It's just, once again, how do you know? How do you know? I don't understand that part. I get all the stories. Oh, well, that person, uh, they, they learned Latin. They, they spoke Latin and no one should be able to you know, speak Latin. And, and I, I, get, I understand. I do. Don't get how you're picked. I don't get how someone finds you. Where that demon finds you. Is it choices you've made? Is it choices the demons made? Are the demons just hanging out waiting for you to make a bad choice? Or are the demons following you hoping you make a bad choice? Like that's a prime candidate. I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. Don't know how to be, you know, it's not like I'm gonna ask a demon. That'd be hilarious, you know, a little ritual thing. Ask a demon. Well, Damon. How'd you pick her? Why'd you pick her? Right? Is it because of her good looks? 
Is it because of her closeness to Bill? Is it, what is it that makes her, her, right? And now here comes total possession. Total, absolute, <clears throat> adorable, levitating off the bed possession. Da -da 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 -da. That's like a bad magic trick. Remember when those were good magic tricks? This one, you know, bad one. Bad, bad magic trick that's going to turn over. Okie dokie. I think everyone's a little uncomfortable now, right? Yeah, Bill's going to stand there. He's going to wonder what the fuck is going on, as he should. Uh, I wonder, I wonder what I would do if I was in his position right now. Like, if you're there and you've got a lady levitating or floating above you and talking to you and freaking out, do you lay underneath her? Do you stick around or do you, do you jump out the top window? Do you sprint out the side window? I wonder what you do. You know, if, you, um, if you're hanging out playing the bongos and just chilling and relaxing and a guy's acting like a dog, do you assume that that guy is on drugs? Or if he's talking to a horse, do you assume that he's demon-possessed? And then you keep hanging out. The horse is like, fuck this. The guy's like, hey, man, leave my fucking horse alone. He's like, I've got red glowing eyes. I don't give a baker's fuck. I don't know, man. This is just so weird. You know, I remember this movie. <clears throat> and I really did like this movie as a kid growing up, right? I liked it a lot. But I just, head scratcher. I forgot how dark it was, right? Hold on one second, folks. I got to clear. Let me clear my throat. <clears throat> Good Lord. Awful. Please start Ghostbusters. And I, I wonder also, in this, in this crazy, crazy world that we live in, right? Could you really start? I mean, you've got a Ghostbusters shop, right? We got ghostshop.com. You got, you got all this stuff happening. But I wonder, could you start a Ghostbusters? We got Ghost Hunters. We got, we got it on TV, we got it online, which I think is a, just a level of, of you understand it's bullshit, right? I think you understand, quite honestly, it's absolute bullshit. All right, so we know that. But if you opened up a real store, opened up, I mean, it's, I guess it's like you could be like a tarot card reader, right? They, 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 they're everywhere, and I think we all kind of know that's bullshit. There's probably someone that's going, no, it's, it's absolutely real. I love it. Oh, well, okay. I, I don't understand, once again, I shouldn't say it's, I don't understand, I don't believe it to be true. How about that? I don't believe it to be true, but if you do, okay, um, I really can't help you. I wish I could, but I can't. You know, this is just, this is so weird. You know, that's a colander. So the thing they got on Rick Moranis' head, right? It's a colander. It was used to strain spaghetti noodles. Water from spaghetti noodles. That's all it was there for. Now, it's finding out there's a ghost. If that doesn't tell you, now you're like, Jason, it's a movie. Go back to Ghost Shop, see what they have. All they're doing is trying to find ghosts. You know, can you exercise ghosts? You know, what is, I wonder what they have. If we do demon, demon paraphernalia, right? So if you're like, <clears throat> how do you get rid of a demon? Or, you know, how, how does one get rid of a demon? You know, how do you get rid of a demon? How do you get rid of a demon? Let's find out. 
<clears throat> what's happening? Now did, <clears throat> I'm slowly dying here. Pardon me again, I apologize. <clears throat> All right, I think we're back. Nothing but just stuff in my throat. Allergies to boot. Bill Murray has stuck it out. He's using a lot of colors, by the way. Very, um, very pastel-y, very eggy. I like it a lot. That guy's just drinking hot water. All right, how to get rid of a demon. 11 steps with wiki and pictures. How to get rid of demons and demonic enchantments. Wow, that's, that's 2018. This has got to be pretty legit. So there's paranormal experiences. The experience of fuel their passion to write about supernatural things. All right, kitty. So, okay, so what are demons drawn to? People concerned are they being haunted or attacked by a demon? Huh, well, there you go. People can emit low vibrations or a number of reasons, including depression, anger, fear, drugs, alcohol, gambling, hoarding, you know, all different levels. That is demonic attachment. Really? So you're telling me my use of drugs is demonic attachment? Seems like my use of drugs would just make my mind go crazy and I would think it'd be demons. But you know, what do I <clears throat> keep in mind? There is also a hierarchy of demons. Just as their hierarchy of angels didn't know that. But most demons are a low energetic vibration and therefore they seek more of the same energy frequency. Huh. Well, there you go. So guess what? Now we know, according to this expert, who demons go after. And all those questions, and I didn't know. So if there's a demon in the house, whoa, whoa, demon in the house, how do you get rid of it? Well, it's going to take some effort from the man and woman of the house. Not the man of the house, not the woman of the house. You've got to have a man and a woman of the house. If you've got one and not the other, you move. Call my realtor friends. You move. So the house needs to be cleaned. Makes sense. Uh, it needs to be decluttered. Okay. Physical debris can, and dirt can accumulate and can actually trap negative energy. I didn't know dirt could do that. I mean, God made dirt so dirt don't hurt, but I guess dirt does hurt. Cleaning and decluttering, you'll need to do a desmudging of the entire house. Smudging is an ancient Native American spiritual method of cleansing the environment. Okay. This, uh, let's see, smudging closets, crawl spaces, cabinets, pantries, basements, every nook and cranny. You gotta smudge it all. That's what it takes. Now, after you've done your smudging ritual, then you need to close the windows and doors and move into the blessing. Ooh, you gotta bless the house now. Wow. This is just crazy. I mean, this is just people doing weird shit. That's all it is. Just weird shit happening. Now, one of my favorite parts of the uh, the Ghostbusters also, and this is just a theme in life in general, right, is the local government gets involved. They are going to cease and desist and stop and cut the power and get rid of what's happening. This is a sham and it's bullshit. And that's going to lead to a little bit of what I like to call a problem for the people. One, you can't just have them in there, right? They're going, they're coming down there. You can't just shut everything off. You can't, you can't turn everything off. It's not going to happen. You, you know, you need to get all this thing shut down. And the people are going to get arrested. Why? Bullshit. We're not having you steal people's money. You, sir, are bullshit. That's right. My goodness. By the way, if you're wondering, starving a demon doesn't work. The person must seek out someone who can help further. 
local priest, religious official, shaman, medium, was well-versed in ridding people of demonic attachments. Wow, this is just... Hold on. I love this. So, Rena has a question for the writer. I don't think the writer got back to Rena. I just didn't see it. I'm concerned my dog is being attacked by something I cannot see. I'm sure it's demonic. Our dog woke up with growling like she was being attacked by something. When we rushed out of the room, she was coming out of my son's room limping. Then he hid in our room, terrified. After we checked, our son was asleep. We checked her, which we found. I swung like it had been hit. This was the second time something like this had happened. And now we are worried. I love my dog. I can't allow this to happen to her. I don't want, I don't know what to do. I'm scared. Does anyone know if a dog can be targeted by a demon? Oh my gosh. Come on. Come on. You gotta be kidding me. Don't let those, don't let the ghosts out, you son of a bitch. She's gonna wake up. Shut it all down. Uh-oh, there we go. The micro, uh-oh, the micro crappiators, they're gone. What's happening? Watch out. They gotta go catch all these fucking ghosts again, by the way, in case you're wondering. And how do you catch all those ghosts? Well, that's gonna be a real fucking problem. Real fucking problem, okay? See, no one asked the questions. No one asked the questions. I'm asking the questions, right? The, the whole place just about blew up, right? <clears throat> we got a, uh, hold on, light's coming out of the top. Sigourney Weaver's awake. We got a problem. Well, folks, you know that lady asked that question about her dog being attacked? Can your pet ward off evil spirits? Hmm. Can dogs see ghosts? Six behaviors to watch for. Chewy.com. Chewy.com. Bullshit. No one can deny that ghosts have, that dogs have extraordinary senses. Some people believe that animals can feel, maybe even see spirits around them. But is there truth to this? I can tell you this. My dog, the beautiful Banjo Bernard, cannot see ghosts. It's not in his name. It's not a scientific answer whether or not dogs can see the paranormal as we simply don't know. Really, that's your most honest scientific answer? Really? Fucking kidding me, bro. Amazing. So, Jordan F. Slavic, an instructor at the University of Maryland, is currently working on his PhD in philosophy. Much like ghosts or spirits themselves, science can either completely prove or disprove such a claim, at least not yet. Wow, you're, making, you're getting your PhD? Huh. Amazing. Absolutely amazing, sir. The ancient Egyptians and Chinese both believed animals to have a direct line to the gods, goddesses, and the afterlife. This guy's PhD. So when Jason Dick's out there and he says he's smarter than some of his college professors, I'm in. I'm actually in. If I'm in this guy's class and he tells me that, I am calling absolute, utter bullshit. 100%. Sir, you are full of shit. Now, if you're in New York City and you're hanging out and ghosts are going into cabs and they are and demons are flying out from underneath and you got a, you got a dead, you got the crypt keeper driving you around, let me tell you something right now. You move. Get the fuck out. It's chaos. Absolute chaos. And guess who's running the whole show? The lady herself, Sigourney Weaver. And there's our green goblin eating all the hot dogs. How does he eat? Super curious how that green goblin eats. 
Because ghosts don't have a place to, for them to put their ghosts, you know, unless there's ghost waste. Is that the ectoplasm? Is that the ghost waste? And there used to be a ton of Ghostbuster toys. Ectoplasm was one. <clears throat> you had the gun. You had all sorts of stuff. I'll tell you what, even a demon possessed Sigourney Weaver looks good. 1984, good year for Sigourney Weaver. Good year for her. She's an amazing actress, nonetheless. Who cares about her looks? But she's also very attractive and, and even demon possessed. She is, she's good looking. All right, real quick, let's get back to this pet thing. The fact that some animals seem to have a sixth sense probably won't come as a surprise. Oh, Slavic has there's a theory based on the fact that dogs reportedly foreseen imminent tsunamis, tornadoes, or other natural phenomena before they occurred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They see something you don't, you don't see something you don't, you don't know, you know why? Because you can't ask the dog the question. So now you're just guessing. Now that someone's like, now they're, they're taking dogs in from the pound and they're experimenting on them and they're cutting their eyes out. They're trying to figure out what they can and can't see. You know what's going on. Russell Hart, a certified dog and cat behaviorist trainer, thinks that, um, to, you know, dogs see a wider field of vision. Hmm, interesting. Russell, I like your style. Russell, fucking weird. People are weird. Chewy, I'm really disappointed that you put this out. Not gonna lie, Chewy.com. That is just, it's not, it's not up to you, man. I don't know. That's just, now you're just begging, you're just trying to beg for content now. Now, I mean, someone had a blog post that needed to come up. When was that dated, by the way? When was the Chewy one day? I want to find that out. Let's see here. Chewy.com. Um, we're not even posted by Chewy. Share this post. I'm not sharing the fucking post. I'd like to know the date is what I'd like to know. It's at the very bottom. It's got a date. If it wasn't around Halloween, then... Um, Let's see, Diana Baca was a full-time wagon adventurer whose work has been published, Discovery Channel, Yahoo, Hollywood Entertainment. Well, <clears throat> not your best work there. Sorry. A lot of quotes, a lot of bullshit, and no date on there, so I don't know. I'd like it if it was at Halloween. Like, can your pet ward off evil spirits? Medical news today? Guess what? They did that on the 31st. Yeah, good call, good date. So at least if you know someone comes out and says you're completely full of shit, you know what? You're right. And I was just joking around, and I did it on um, on, the, on the day of, of Halloween, on All Hallows' Eve. So, there you go. Super easy to do. Blah, 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 blah. So, you're, I guess, you don't know. Will your dog be possessed? Can dogs see ghosts? Can animals be demon-possessed? Ooh, here we go. CityData.com. Christianity. Here's a Christian publication. This is what we're talking about. Now we're getting into animal experts are baffled. Chimp attack, a 200-pound animal violently attacked seemingly without provocation. It's familiar with the woman. She was no stranger. Ooh, okay, here we go, right? And so now we're on the verge of chimp attack. So in the world of chimp attack, here we go, right? So have you ever wondered if animals can be possessed by demons? The recent news about a chimpanzee that viciously attacked a woman in Connecticut, nearly killing her, had me thinking about the possibility. Well, I'm glad you're thinking about it there, this Christian blog post. So this chimp attacked, uh, you know what, and good companion pet for 14 years who was peacefully and actually suddenly changed. Well, first of all, let's let's back up because if it's the chimp attack with the lady who was giving her late, giving her chimp Xanax and wine, her friend came over with a different haircut. Chimp was already doped up on booze and on drugs. So let's not blame demons quite yet. I understand where you're going. Let's give a hard pause to demons though, okay? 
But then this person drops some Bible knowledge. They're going to go Luke 8, verse 26. And they arrived at the country of Gardenus, which was over against Galilee. And when he went forth to the land, there met out of the city a certain man, which had devils long time and wore no clothes, neither abode in a house, but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down to him. But with a, with a loud voice said, What have I to do? What do I have to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God, the Most High? I beseech thee, torment me not. For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man, for oftentimes it had caught him. And he was kept bound with chains and in the feeders, and he breaks the bands and was driven with the devil into the wilderness. And Jesus asked him, saying, What is my name? He said, Legion, the many devils who had entered him. When he besought the command to go into the deep, and there was a herd of swine feeding in the mountain, and besought him that he would suffer with them, to enter them. He suffered. Then went to the devils out of the man and entered into the swine. Could have just given me verse 33 there, Chan. And he heard a ram and violent down in the steep place in the lake, and were choked. Do you ever wonder about a family pet and other animals that turn mean and attack people? Has anyone ever tried to stop in the name of Jesus such an animal attack? Wow, bud. Hey, bud, demonic possession can't be proven. Spirits and having bodies can't, can't prove it. Dementia, mental illness. There you go. Wow, uh, Bud's got a, by the way, a lot of people chiming in. I love this one. You know, I never thought about that. I suppose it's possible. I didn't think it was the case with the chimp. Like Huck said, some animals aren't meant to live with us. And the chimps can be violent, as the two Connecticut women found out the hard way. Personally, I've never had anything wilder than a house cat in my home. <laughs> you know, uh, by the way, um, you know, chimps are, uh, they're, 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 they're violent. They just are, you know. But you can't blame a tiger. Let's see. You know, honestly, this is like asking why that tiger bit Siegfried or was it Roy? You know what? They're animals. Oh, and looky here. The owner gave the chip Xanax and the chimp had Lyme disease. Fantastic. This is a story is full of great quotes. I don't know the effects of Lyme disease on chimpanzees. Hmm. Thanks to stupid people like the owner, we, had, we now have a clue. I also like, hey, he's been raising almost like a child by his family. Conklin said. He rides in a car every day. He opens doors. He's a very unique animal in that aspect. We have no indication of what provoked that behavior at all. Yeah, he's just a human child until he goes absolutely crazy and starts going Ric Flair on my friend. I'm shocked that an animal that isn't human ends up acting like an animal. I mean, this is just beyond my comprehension. I gave him lobster because we all know how chimps love lobster. Such a natural food source from the jungles of Sierra Leone. Lobsters grow on trees there, don't you know? Ungrateful little chimp. Wow. You know what other chimps got pampered their entire life? These chimps. Animal people. First chimp. Chickamauga kills men. Leads escape. My goodness, I love people. The answer is yes, in my humble opinion. God made a donkey talk. It was by its own powers. Ravens were ordered to feed Elijah. And of course the pigs. Not sure if that was the case with the chimp or not, though. Of course, that begs the question. If animals can't be spirit-possessed, do they have a spirit? I say yes. 
St. Francis thought so and preached to them. Oh, wow. Please define the word spirit. Folks, get on Reddit. Start talking about this. Let's make this magical. Seriously, as, as the Ghostbusters now go out with a police escort and hunt all of these spirits that have gotten away that they have been capturing time and time again with the military behind them in the light of day with a dark cloud building around the building as magic is about to happen in your free time while this is happening, let's ask the real question. Can demons possess animals? Did that chimpanzee that was loaded up on Xanax, had Lyme disease, was drinking wine, driving around in a car, and eating lobster and wearing a tutu, did that, did that little guy just freak out? Freak, le chic, freak out. Or was it demon possession of a chimpanzee? And if that's the case, then do those chimps have a soul? Do they have a spirit? Do they have a willingness to live, love, and learn like the rest of us and just wonder why they can't build houses, yet they're so much stronger than us? Why their brains are so small and why all they do is just masturbate and throw poo at one another while trying to dream of a day where they get banana cream pie and they get a swing through the jungles of Sierra Leone once again? Or are they thinking of something different? Are they thinking, where's my dog? How come I don't have a dog? And then demon possession, break the dog's neck. Now that would be great if you got your pet a pet. I'm more interested in that actually. When I think about it, I'm a little more interested in getting my pet a pet. Now I really don't think I can get my dog another pet. Like, a, you know, because my, but if I had a chimp, not that I would ever have a chimp because they're fucking crazy. And as I said, they jerk off and throw poo. But if I had a chimp or a monkey, could I get that chimp or a monkey a dog to walk? You know, or, or could I or could I train that chimp or that monkey to be my kid's bodyguard? Walk my child to the bus stop, hang out, someone picks on her, chimp tears their face off. Make sure my daughter safely gets on the bus, comes home, sits the front walkway, eats some bananas, jerks off about 10 or 12 times, throws some shit at the mailman, doesn't bark at him. Bus knows when it's gonna come back, walks out there, walks my daughter back, hold hands across the street, Hmm, but what if that chimp becomes demon-possessed? Does it lift the bus up and throw it? See, the other thing is about the demon-possession part, which you don't get, is that usually with demon-possession, like weird shit's happening, right? People are floating, they're speaking different languages. If that chimp's demon-possessed, I don't think it's just ripping a jaw off and some titties, right? I think that chimp is now coming in and speaking Latin, you know, maybe maybe Spanish, I don't know, maybe maybe whatever the native tongue is of, 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 of its African past. Uh, it's, it's asking for, for more stuff. Maybe it's driving, it's floating. You know, these are all the things that regular demon possession happens to a person. So why wouldn't you think then that that would happen as far as demon possession goes with a chimp, right? You can't, you can't just say because it acted violently that there you go, winner, winner, chicken dinner, we've got it. No, 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 no. It just acted out. If you want to believe that, listen, if my dog gets demon possessed, he better have a British accent and start solving fucking crimes real quick. <clears throat> I don't care if it's a crime of, of where my daughter hit her vegetables instead of eating them. Better solve a crime. Better show me your real demon possessed. Just growling is bullshit. Okay? If you're making my aunt who's demon possessed speak a dead language, float, cook eggs on a countertop, throw beans across the room with her eyeballs, fly open doors, blow out windows, Change the, the day to night, the night to day, thunderstorms and lightning, very, very frightening. If you're not gonna have, if all that's happening, 
And you're going to say my dog becomes demon-possessed and that little fucker doesn't wear a hat, some tap shoes, and come out and solve some crimes first. Bullshit. He's just angry. He's got, ter- he's got something wrong with his noodle. And he-, he goes to the pound and he takes the dirt nap. All right? That's all that happens. Super simple. All right? The dog freaked out, got some more weird worm in its ass, and it died. All right? Those are the things that happen. That's reality. Okay? That is just what is going on. Well, Sigourney Weaver got Rick Moranis, made out with him, put him, she, I think she's going to sacrifice him. When she's done laying on top of him, she is going to kill him good. Ricky boy, are you ready? I think he is. They're ready for the, the big demon, the big dogs to come down. But seriously, I think those people forgot about that. I think they, they left that part alone, if you will, because it's easy. It's super, super easy just to be like, blame any weird thing on demonic possession. But look at the truly weird shit that happens with demonic possession and then go after it. All right? So, yeah. The dog needs to have some other things happen to it. Before I believe that Banjo is demon-possessed, he needs to, well, he needs to do some weird shit. Run fast, swim, not sleep all day. I mean, I, I was up, we were up at six, you know, slept in a little bit. Up at six, out, comes in, goes to sleep. Take the kid to school, do a little gym, come back here, fire up the podcast, let him out of his hotel, out of the back. Then what happens? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sleep. Walks in here, goes to sleep. Been asleep ever since. Been asleep still. What a pain in the ass. Bro, you're killing me, Smalls. Absolutely, positively killing me. Yeah. So you're at the, we're at the last hurrah here. You got the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man's gonna come walking down the aisle at any time. <clears throat> We've got our Ghostbusters. We've got Sigourney Weaver. We've got Dog Boy Rick Moranis. We've got everything we need <clears throat> to have perfection. And look, so each one of them was invaded by one of those crazy mutts, right? That was on top of the building. And now they're standing in their place. I like the synergy there. So that's just that's good cinematography right there. They're reaching up, they're getting struck by purple lightning. This is where real heroes are. Because I see this and I turn around and I leave. I get in my car, I take off. New Yorkers are there, they're so excited. They're like, I can't believe this is happening in my city. Greatest city in the world. Look, we're the city that really never sleeps. Uh, and they got a slice of pizza, which one are you going to? You, know, you got all that going on and they are just excited that this is happening. Because they just get to see it. They're just, oh goodness. And guess who's back, back again. Demon dogs are back. The demon dogs are back. And they're not happy. And I don't blame them. They've been stuck in concrete for a very, very long time. And now they got to go do some work. I wonder where they're going. Oh, yeah. They're going back to that weird place. This is what Sigourney Weaver saw in her fridge. Right? Now, if you're a conspiracy theorist, Sam Tripoli, are you listening? Do you stick around this long, buddy? You see the pyramid in the back, you see the glass castle, the doors, the dogs on each side. There's, there's etchings all over. What does this resemble? What is coming out of here? You have the light at the top, is it the pyramid, is it the eye at the, the, you know, and then you've got some lady walking down or man walking down. You can't really tell, you're assuming feminine just because, yep, and there, she is, and she's in a Britney Spears-esque kind of outfit. 
Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you remember that from when Britney Spears came out in that kind of uh, skin tone with sequins all over her. It's very interesting. But this this lady, I wonder if Britney, when she was picking out outfits, I wonder if someone had seen this movie and was just like, hey, uh, just wondering, would you, uh, have you seen Ghostbusters? And she's like, you know what, I'm trying to pick out an outfit. She's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I've got your outfit. It's from Ghostbusters. And she's like, oh my gosh, what is Ghostbusters? So don't you worry, it's gonna be amazing. Skin, sequined outfit, super tight. You're gonna love it. Crowd's gonna go wild. And there it is, wearing it. Looking like a champ. Just my 10 cents, I could be wrong. I probably am wrong, but I would like to, in my heart of hearts, think that one of her stylists saw this and decided that, that was it. Now this bitch has got purple, purple lightning shooting out of her fingertips. 100% you don't want that. You do not want to find that. Lady is upset. They have guns. They got stuff for ghosts and super demons and everything else. They don't look happy. They don't look like they're gonna win anything, that's for sure. Now what you do miss out of this, out of my points and all of this and my randomness and my trailing off and, and, and everything that I'm doing, some of the things that you do miss out on though, folks, is that um, you're gonna find, you're, you're missing out on the comedic elements of Bill Murray and, and all of his timing, right? I mean, listen, he is a master. And you got Dan Aykroyd in there as well. Another absolute master. And these guys are together, they're there to party. They're gonna light her up. She's got bright red eyes. Boom, 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 here they go. But you gotta understand like the comedic performance and power of Bill. He is, well, she jumped. She's quite the acrobat, by the way. In high heels, mind you. Um, I'm wondering, when you get this far, when you get into this, I know I just skipped right over all of Bill Murray's excellence to do this, but when you get this far, when this when this stuff is happening, you, know, you got to be a real hero. You got to go after it. But they just walked up like 27 flights of stairs. They're going to walk back down? Do they rappel down? You know, I'm sure going up was easier than going down. Um, I don't know. This is just... Look, they think they got her, they didn't. No one's there. They're like, whoopsies. I got, like, I, little, I got a little whoopsie for you. I believe she's coming back and in full force. And more than likely, this horrific building is, yep, there you go. And guess what? Awful shit's happening. Building's falling apart around them. Not good. Not good at all. This is the beauty, man. This is this is the beauty of this movie. I mean, there's huge rocks falling down. People are not dying. This is crazy. People are running. They're not dying. Huge rocks. Huge, huge, huge rocks. The biggest, the best rocks. New York City rocks. Yeah, from the building, coming down like absolute craziness. And one of the things that you guys who are old enough will remember, and those of you who are young enough won't, this was, and Halloween's right around the corner, right? I mean, I know everyone's jumping right to Christmas, but we got Halloween, and then we got, we got Turkey Day. And then we have Christmas. So 
We've got, we've got a lot of stuff lining up here, folks. But in all of this, one of the things that we do have, or one of the things that we do have going on, is um, with Halloween coming up, you just got to look and you go, oh man, Halloween's coming up. What should I be? Well, back in the day, after this movie came out, Ghostbusters was what you were. I mean, they, were, they had the full-on outfits, man. This is a jumpsuit, zipped up, little ghost, through it. Ghostbusters, I ain't afraid of no ghost. Dun, 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 dun. And you had to get a team, right? You, had to get, you couldn't just be one, a Ghostbuster. It's Ghostbusters, it's plural, because there's more than one. So you got it going on like Duncan, but this was a huge thing. So you could be the ghost, you could be anything you wanted to be. Absolutely. And you could, so you could be the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, and they're, they're, and they're right on cue. Boom, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man shows up, almost like I've got this thing timed down to a science. Uh, so you've got, you've got the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. You could have been, you could have been that. You could have, of course, been a Ghostbuster, any one of them. You could have been Sigourney Weaver. You could have been the Demon Lady. There was everything there for you. Absolutely amazing. And you'd think that you would just flame through the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Just catch him on fire. All you are is sugar and cream baked or air puffed or whatever you want to call it. I do have one question. It's because I don't know. Demon possessed, 30 foot tall, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man marching through your city. Steps on your car. State Farm Insurance, are you there? If I call my State Farm agent, is my State Farm agent going to be like, you know what? We've got you covered. Or does my State Farm agent just look at me and think, you know what? We don't have you covered. We just don't. We don't have you covered. What was I doing? Where did I have it on? I don't know. Man, I got problems. I'll tell you that. Well, let's just mess. We're messing around at the end here, folks. I'm trying some different stuff, okay? I'm going to go floor. I don't know. Plate. Room. This could have just started to sound really, really weird. I don't know. There was a dial accidentally turned. I'm going to have to listen to some of this and figure out what I've done right or what I've done wrong. More wrong, that's for sure, than right. It's an angry Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, by the way. Very angry. But I wonder, does Aaron Rodgers or, you know, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, um, does Aaron Rodgers' guy, does he cover this? Does he cover, do, do, do State Farm homeowners insurance, does it cover, and let's be honest, Ghost or demon possession? Can you get that? Is there is there is there is there ghost insurance for your home? Where if your home gets a ghost, you get a bounce. We're gonna look this up really quick because this now this is this is interesting, right? Ghost insurance. Ghost insurance. Ghost inside my child. Ghost lyrics. Nope. I'm looking for ghost insurance. Ghost insurance policy. Guess what? It exists. So one, there is one. All right. The ghost insurance policy is a worker's compensation policy where the owner is excluded from coverage and there are no additional employees for the business. A ghost policy is typically purchased by a subcontractor to satisfy coverage requirements of general... Oh, that's not what I wanted. Oh, damn it. I was looking for... Let's see if we do um, demon. What if we do demon? Can we do demon? That'd be interesting. That's sober October. Did I tell you guys about sober October? I'm pretty excited about this. The more I think about it, it's only been an hour. I know. Demon insurance policy. Let's see here. That's the Dodge Demon. I like how they got the 2000 Challenger SRT Demon. Gets its own insurance provider from Audible Mail Magazine. Well, it's got 900 horsepower. 
Dodge Demon. I didn't ask for Dodge Demon. Yes, yeah, so I the Hellcat. I'll tell you what. Geico is right there. Haggerty Insurance. Yeah, nope. That's not what I wanted. Um, demon Possession Insurance. Maybe, maybe I gotta be a little more specific with Google. Here I was raving about Google and not getting this anywhere, is it? Demon Possession Insurance. Hail Jesus Today. Dot com. Bada boom, bada bing. HailJesusToday.com. Yeah. Oh, there's Stay Puft Marshmallow Man just flopping everywhere. He just exploded. He just gadooshed good, good all over the whole city. HailJesus.com or dot .today is currently unavailable. Well, that's too bad. They'll be back soon, I guess. My car is possessed. Am I covered for that? Yes! Here we go. It's kind of close, right? Remember Christine? She watched that movie one day. Yeah. The car in mind of its own, out of control, it takes off and murders, hunt vengeance, chasing down your exes, attacking every electrician. Diabolicals here. First of all, we have to agree on the definition of what possession is. it possible for a car to be possessed after all if a computer screen can be? In mythology, yeah, okay, here we go. Take Christine, there we go, talking about Christine. There you go, okay. A question of civil liability. So, you know, they, they, they take this very seriously, right? They take this all very seriously. My advice. Avoid buying that evil car evil car your friends warned you about. If you really want a car that seems possessed, opt for the love bug instead. Oh, that's cute. They actually took that seriously. That's too bad. That is really too bad. Vatican Old Exorcism Training um, in Rise of Possessions, Real World News. Wow. See what, you know, that the Catholics take this demon possession in Vatican part very, very, very seriously. And I'm not mad or sad at either one. I mean, listen, I get it. You gotta, you gotta go after it. But um, you know, is demon possession a thing in the West? Once again, I mean, only one thing on cars, right? It's just so weird. A lot of movies on it, though. I mean, The Exorcist, of course, probably the the most famous. Uh, the Devil Inside, never saw it. The Exorcism of Emily Rose, allegedly a true story. And then you got Demon House. You got a lot of stuff going on, man. A lot of different stuff. Oh, we got our friends breaking out. We have blown up the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, and just like the demons broke out from the inside of those dogs, our people are breaking out as well. They're breaking out. They're breaking free. That's what you gotta love, man. This is the this is a, this is a story triumphant, a phoenix rising, a comeback. You're not gonna kill the spirit of the person inside. No, no, no. They are gonna live on and on and on and on. Absolutely. Oh, poor Rick. He's having problems. <clears throat> All four are helping Sigourney Weaver. All four are helping. And they should. Very nicely. No one's helping Ravishing Rick. No way. Whatever happened to Rick Moranis, by the way? And how do you wash marshmallow out? You know, it's kind of like whip, whipping cream, right? It, it melts a little bit. Whipping cream starts to, you know, you then get sticky, super, super sticky. Oh, you just don't. You don't want that in your hair or on you, really. I mean, it is just, it's not, it's so sticky. I'm just looking at these guys and thinking, how do you peel that off? How do you get any of that off? That is brutal. Absolutely brutal. I don't know. I wouldn't do it. Not for me. It's going to be a gorgeous day out, by the way. Sun's starting to shine. Sigourney Weaver's back to her normal self. Probably not, you know, very happy with the, uh, the dress choice that her demon made for her as she was seemed a little more um, buttoned up, if you will. I guess that's the right term. 
when she was not possessed, a little more conservative in her dress. But hey, there you go. And then you got to end standing up. I love this town. Look at this. Uh, people are cheering. You know why they're cheering? By the way, Scorny's changed. Still got marshmallow all over. Give her a kiss. Here's the kiss. Yes. Ivan Reitman has done it again. Awkward kiss. Awkward moment. That's right. Written by Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis, by the way, in case you guys are wondering. Folks, that's a solo. It kind of went everywhere, right? I mean, it, you know, I apologize. We, we went a little bit left and right. Uh, special thanks to uh, Sober October because I'm just excited about that. So thanks, Bert. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Ari. Thanks, Tom, for doing it. And thanks for uh, encouraging all of us to do it with you. Really excited about that. Thanks to Dirty Bills, as always. Uh, happy 10-year anniversary to you guys. I love the um, all the stuff you did inside. You, the place looks beautiful. I'm going to bring by a couple framed pictures, put them up there. And yeah, there we go. That's where we're at, party people. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. Have a great day to our friends in Slovakia and Scandinavia and the Netherlands, um, in Bunge and in, let's see, uh, Brazil. I had a couple of listeners in Brazil. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. Have fun. Be good. And here now is my daughter singing. It's about that time she took a poop. Enjoy.